how can we tell, like, what are the top three things that we, that give us a clue that we need to get our exterior paint done on our home? So the biggest thing is really the oxidation. Like, so do you want to explain what oxidation is? Well, I'd say the first three things are mm -hmm. time is the easiest one. If it's been 10 years, it's time. Yeah. Um, some, some paint wears a little better than other paint. Um, but if it's been 10 years, it's a no break. There's mm -hmm. no getting around. it. Um, the first thing we look for when we're painting a house is customers that say, why are you rubbing our house down and touching it? Because when it's ready to paint, it'll have uh, a chalky residue on it that uh, I see. a lot of people think will come off with power washing. What's up, Mom Nation? How's it going, everybody? And happy Live and Learn Thursday. It's been a couple of minutes, days, weeks, since I have done a Live and Learn. And I'm super excited today because I have two of my most favorite people, Awatuki-based owners of Sharper Edge Painting LLC, Mike and Kristen. Woo! Welcome, guys. How's it going out there? Good. We're loving it. Warming We're up out here for sure. Where are we today? We are in Ahwatukee. We're up in the foothills. Oh, right on. So you're, so you're right close to home. Yes, we're at a customer's house that we're getting ready to paint soon. And luckily, he's been a longtime friend of Mike, so he didn't have a problem with us using his wall to show you guys some of the cues on when to paint. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited to dive into this topic because I've had the conversation a bunch you know, with our clients and just with homeowners uh, about this, like, how do we know when it's time to get the exterior done on our home? Like we kind of know when it's time to get the interior done. That's, that's a little bit easier, but as far as the exterior, do we just wait for the HOA to complain? What if we don't have an HOA? Like, you know, so <laughs> I have, I have um, had this conversation before, so I'm so glad to have you guys on today. Absolutely. Yeah. People don't really know the signs to watch for. So it's either the HOA telling them or they have like an obvious stucco repair that needs to be done. And that's their cue to paint when really there's a lot of signs that you can find first. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait to dive into it. Before we do though, real quick, Kristen, I know you've been a longtime member of Mom Nation. We love having you, obviously. And you guys have been friends of ours for a long time. And I was hoping to hear that you might be going on the mom's only cruise in August. Are you coming with? Oh, I wish, but no, we've got a ton of stuff planned for this summer and just trying to get away. You know how it is. It's just not that easy. <laughs> no, I totally do. Well, for those of you who maybe you don't know about the cruise or maybe you've been on the fence thinking about it. I am totally going. Ashley Schultz is totally going. And I just want to do a quick shout out to Sarah Pitcher. Travel with Sarah Michelle is the business. We love her, don't we, Kristen? Kristen knows her too. Yes, she is so sweet. I don't know how we do it without her. I she is agree. so helpful with everything. Have you booked a trip with her? Um, she's helped me with our Disney trip. So um, we didn't like book a nice excursion or anything, but she helped me um finalize like all of those little things that really make a Disney trip not as stressful as it has to be like I went one year without using Sarah and it was sheer chaos 
And then this last trip we did, it was just like, oh, we can relax in Disneyland. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Parent hack. Sarah is the ultimate yes. parent hack when you are wanting to go on vacation, especially to Disney. She loves Disney. So I'm glad that you brought that up because she is an absolute Disney guru and she can help you guys book anything and everything local, USA, local, international, like anywhere around the world. Anything that needs a ticket, she's your girl. So check her out. What I was saying is she's Disney certified. So she actually knows all of the like insider tricks to Disney, as opposed to everything we see when you go online and you're trying to book, like she's actually certified through them. So she knows all of those hidden gems and the tricks and the secrets. And she knows a lot about it. It's really awesome. She sure does. I feel so lucky to have friends like her and friends like you that know all of the ins and outs and the tricks and the tips of your industry. So let's hop right into it, guys. How can we tell, like, what are the top three things that we, that give us a clue that we need to get our exterior paint done on our home? So the biggest thing is really the oxidation. Like, so do you want to explain what oxidation is? Well, I'd say the first three things are mm-hmm. time is the easiest one. If it's been 10 years, it's time. Yeah. Um, some, some paint wears a little better than other paint. Um, but if it's been 10 years, it's a no-brain. There's mm-hmm. no getting around it. Um, the first thing we look for when we're painting a house is customers that say, why are you rubbing our house down and touching it? Because <laughs> when it's ready to paint, it'll have a, a chalky residue on it that... Uh, I see. A lot of people think we'll come off with power washing. After you power wash, that chalky residue is still there. So you need to apply a chalk binding primer before you paint so you get good adhesion with new paint. And this is a step you can eliminate if you paint before you wait too long. Um, painting, it, the paint is the one thing on your exterior protecting everything on the inside. Right. Um, Stucco was never painted, it would just fall off in a couple of years time. So the, the paint protects the stucco. But once it starts to oxidize and kind of, you know, lose all its properties, the stucco is now exposed directly to the sun and it'll start to crumble. So you can start to snowball with extra costs if you wait too long. Um, if you were to paint maybe in year five or six, you could save, you know, up, you know, countless money depending how long you wait but you can definitely save on not having to put the primer on there initially and probably save on a lot of stucco repairs because the stucco repairs really start once once the paint on the outside has started to oxidize love that and just so our listeners know i think i know the answer to this but i'm gonna ask you anyway so you know we have birds there's um, damage from weather hail things like that And so it'll start to make like holes in the stucco, right? Is that Mm -hmm. another indication that, hey, you're starting to get, you know, maybe you don't know the year that it was last done. Um, Is that another indication that, hey, it's probably time to get those things patched and maybe get another coat of paint on there? And do you guys patch stucco before you paint? So I wouldn't necessarily say that's a sign to paint because that is just all the forces of nature coming at you. Um, But it is something that you want to pay attention to because you do want to get those stucco patches taken care of. So you're not having water seep in through those holes. 
-hmm. and starting leaks in the house or water running down the outside and just completely destroying your schoolwork and your paint. Hey, sorry, my phone overheated. No, totally, totally understandable. Um, I just cracked a bunch of jokes while you were gone. So it's totally fine. Like everyone's totally entertained. It's great. (laughs) I love it. So back to what we were saying, just because the birds have decided to make holes and the, and the weather has decided to make holes, that might not necessarily be a clue. But Kristen was saying it is important to get those things handled because bugs could come in, water could come in, that kind of thing. Am I right? Yep. At that point, you're letting the elements into your home. And at that point, the walls are going to get worse and just You'll see some people will notice they'll have like bubbling around their windows. I don't know why I'm pointing at the windows if you can see it, Um, but some people will start to get like bubbling around the windows. You'll get those big cracks underneath your windows. And a lot of that has to do with water coming in at a crack at some point and then running down the inside of that paint. Um, So then if you don't get that addressed soon enough, then we're going to have to go in and cut out a huge square of your stucco and then re-stucco all of that. So then you're going to end up spending a lot more money than you would have if you'd initially got it fixed when it first happened. Yeah, totally agree. And do you guys do stucco repair? Yes, absolutely. So that's something you don't necessarily, I mean, obviously when you did the repair, you paint over the repair though, right? Yeah, so we will, you want to scoot the chairs a little closer? Sorry. Um, We will do the repairs. And if it's something that's in a spot where it's easy to just um, match the paint and put it on there without you noticing it. But if your house has been pretty faded by the sun or anything like that, it's just best to paint that whole wall. So that way you don't see the inconsistencies in the paint. Um, We can take like a piece of the, peeled paint off and try and get that matched to the best of like their abilities, but it's never a hundred percent match unless you just paint the whole area. Right. Right. That makes sense. So you guys know, I show, I show a lot of houses. So I see a lot of houses and on a day, you know, or a daily, weekly, whatever basis. And I often see the back patio ceiling kind of messed up. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yes. Um, So we call those tape lines. Um, The house here has a couple of them on their back patio also. I feel like we pretty much see it in every house here in Ahwatukee for sure. Yeah. Um, It's the drywall separating. So you'll notice like some nail pops here and there, or you'll start to see the tape seam. Um, And then usually by the time you've asked us to come out, that tape's completely broken. So it's completely separated. And we go in and we completely push everything up, nail it back up, retexture it, and then paint the whole area. So that way, obviously it's all gone. Do you have any more to add to those steps? Yeah, I mean, a lot of that happens just from how hot those patio roofs get. Um, There's no insulation between the roof, the top of the roof and the drywall underneath. So it gets so hot during the day, but then once the shade comes, it cools down really quickly and it causes that ceiling to kind of expand and contract which causes those areas to peel. It's something that we see pretty much on every job. Um, But yeah, there's multiple sheets of drywall on a back patio and those areas that you see start to crack is where two pieces meet, uh, but they've expanded and contracted and and now they've separated a little bit, which so they need to be re-screwed back into place and just taped and textured. 
And when you start seeing those, that could actually be a sign that your house probably needs to be painted too. It's not a for sure sign, but usually if it hasn't been repaired, you know, in six, eight, 10 years, your house probably hasn't been painted in that six, eight to 10 years too. So even if you don't know the exact time your last house was painted, if you're starting to see those defects, then it's a pretty good idea that it hasn't been painted in quite a while or somebody skipped a step somewhere along the road. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a good clue. Is that cosmetic or is that something once you start to see that paint peeling and that all kind of happening, is that something that really should be addressed as soon as possible? Peeling paint on the ceiling, like a back patio ceiling, there's nothing structurally, no issues with it. Um, You could let it all peel off and it's not going to really affect your house. If it's peeling on the stucco, and it really starts to, to peel badly, that's when you could start to, to really um, cause some extra work to be needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the back patio is it's, its own sole thing. So whether you let it all peel off or you fix it, nip it in the butt before it gets too bad. Um, so that, I, I guess that's separate and not a huge thing, but if you let peeling go for a long time on your stucco, it can really cause some serious issues with trying to repaint it. Mm-hmm. And one yeah. thing to watch for with the patio ceiling is if you get like dark circles, you, I know you know what those watermark looks, watermarks look like, right. but if you get the dark circles and you see like that's where your patio is peeling and it's not necessarily where the drywall is separating, that means that you have a leak coming through and you actually have to get a roofer out to fix what's going on on the top because if we just fix what's going on underneath and you don't get the actual issue repaired then it's just going to happen again yeah there is a difference in the two you'll see some peeling um and when it's got like the color changes in the peeling that's from a leak but if you're seeing like just straight lines peeling that's the drywall separating good point water is like your house's worst enemy yes absolutely absolutely definitely paints Yes. And, and and so can we talk about that a little bit? I know that you mentioned in the first um, segment, in the first kind of, you know, the beginning of the show, how if the water gets underneath that and it starts to bubble, like you mentioned, Kristen, it could be a total mm-hmm. issue. But is there anything else that we need to be aware of as homeowners in terms of water and our paint? Um, well, you just don't want water getting behind paint. Um, like planters and retaining walls are notorious for being watered behind the wall and then the wall's not properly sealed from the inside and then the water's trying to escape and evaporate to the front of the wall. Water behind that paint is, is, is the worst. Um, you know, the proper way to do it would be to trench it and seal the inside and then paint the outside. But a lot of people didn't do that. Um, and Tell your- me, can you see the stucco on the bottom between these two flower bushes right here. How it's kind of like damaged. It's all falling apart off the back of that wall. Yeah. That's the water moving through and then like deteriorating it. So if you don't dry lock both sides of the masonry, um, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Yes. So if you don't dry lock both sides of there, you're only protecting one side. So say you're doing your due diligence as a neighbor and you're getting your whole perimeter wall dry locked. It's not really going to do much good. It will like give you a little more longevity, but it doesn't really do much good unless your neighbors are getting it dry locked also. 
because it's only protecting 1% of that brick. So the water's still going through 99%. It's going to have a harder time bubbling up over here, but eventually it still will. Mm -hmm. um, you see it a lot with planters, pony walls. Um, your neighbors can join perimeter walls where their ground's up a little bit higher than yours. Mm -hmm. Like you can see exactly where their ground level is due to the damage along your perimeter wall. And yeah, what we tell sense. a lot of people is that like, you know, this is this is eight, 10 years worth of damage. They ask how long it's going to last. And, you know, you hope if not a lot of times your neighbors are going to work with you, you know, but we hope to at least get five years of, you know, peel free paint on our side, you know, so that, you know, that's what I try to encourage that it's obviously going to look a lot better than it has or than it does. Um, and this is 10 years worth of damage. So you know, you're hoping to get five to six before you start seeing any real damage happening again. And if you maintenance it, scrape the loose stuff and touch it up over time, it'll last much longer. But if you just leave it and don't touch it, it can, you know, it can snowball quicker. Heck yeah. Deferred maintenance, if you ask me, is the worst enemy on our houses in terms of resale. And, um, you know, it's just so important to maintain. And the foundation of the house has become a real critical point for customers on what their expect, expectations are for the painting their home. Most of them don't care about anything between in the middle. They care about the foundation and they care about the roof. Mm -hmm. And the reason the foundation is such an issue is because what little moisture is in the ground that we have here, it tries to come up, it soaks into that concrete because it's porous, and then it wants to escape and evaporate right there at the foundation. So it's usually the first thing to start peeling, um, but it's one of the first thing we do is we'll remove the rocks from the foundation, scrape it by hand, and then apply a primer on there that's called dry lock that's meant for to prevent water seepage, basically. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Once again, oh. that, that moisture is coming from below it, so it's still, it's not a 100% fix, but it's a lot better than just scraping it and painting it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes Absolutely. sense. So last question from me, um, plants, bushes, trees, do you see a lot like <laughs> Kristen's laughing because she knows where I'm going with this. So any inspector, which I do inspections like 500 times a day, right? Um, any inspector is going to say, pull that stuff three feet away from your foundation. Now I know you guys see a lot of houses too. Do you see these things pulled three feet away from foundations? Never. Never. Everybody's got their shrubbery right up on the side of the house because it looks cute. It's aesthetically pleasing. And then we have to be the bad guy and come in and be like, hey, we need to get these trimmed at least a foot and a half, two feet away so we can properly prep and paint this area. And it's a hard one because everybody falls in love with their shrubbery and their plants and their beautiful flowers. And I totally get it. But it's just something that not only is the water from this plant getting onto your house and destroying your paint and your stucco and your foundation, but then when we come into paint, we also have to try and like move it without hurting your plant. Um, so yeah, plants are always fun. The trees are always fun. Um, nobody wants to move their shrubbery or destroy it, which is completely understandable. You know, I get that 100%, but just for the longevity of your home, it is definitely a better idea if you could move them a few feet from the wall. Yeah, and Holly Parker with Creepy Crawly Pest Control will tell you it's like a super highway for bugs to get into your home too. 
Yep. And then the water's causing the damage that makes it easy for them to build their roads right in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you heard it here, folks. I, I always say three feet away. That's what typically invest and in, uh, inspectors say in terms of the route itself. So that's where it's being watered. Right. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I always hear like a foot to a foot and a half trimmed back as far as like the vegetation part of it. Um, is concerned. Yeah. I do hear that a lot. So you can also have an irrigation leak and not know it and have a bunch of water running right by the base of your foundation as well, which can cause issues. Mm-hmm. And since it's a slow leak, it never really gets to the surface for you to see it because it's being absorbed into that porous concrete of your foundation. Oh, that makes sense. Very good point that you brought up. Well, thank you. All right, guys. Anything else that you would like to add? I would say the third biggest factor to know your house needs painted is if it's faded. (laughs) (laughs) If it's faded, it's time to paint. If it's not the color it was when you picked out the color to paint your house, then yes, definitely. Um, Fading is really easy to see. um, But if you are having a hard time trying to figure out if your house is painted, you can always look up on the HOA and see the color splotches so you can see what colors it's supposed to be. And then you'll also notice in some areas, they'll be darker and lighter. Um, The darker painted houses, you'll notice they'll start to kind of get like a coppery tan color in certain spots. And then with the lighter houses, you'll see like a darker kind of a tan color too, I guess, when they're starting to fade. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. Lighter Mm -hmm. colors will last a lot longer in this weather than the darker colors. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. We love painting all colors. Yes, because the darker colors, they absorb the heat as where the light whites, they reflect it. Um, so it's the same with black and white cars. You know, if you have a black car, you're going to get a little warmer, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's the same thing with your house. And then we actually had a customer bring up the other day that with painting his house white, it actually cut down, excuse me, it cut down on his AC bill because it wasn't constantly running as much as it was when he had the dark green colors on there. And I thought that was pretty neat. And then he was talking about the UV protective rays and stuff like that and why that's a thing. Um, but I just learned that last week. So, yeah, there was a time where every home in Arizona was white and then they started painting all these colors and they were white because it was so hot here and the sun was so bad that it just kept the homes cooler. Right? Yeah. It makes Add that sense. splash of color on your door, on your garage door, like keep those splashes of colors, people. I love the colors. But if you can do a light color on your body, then that's better longevity wise, a lot better. Totally agree. White is beautiful. (laughs) I love your house. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you guys for the awesome job (laughs) painting it. I still love looking at it every day. So thank you guys so much. All right. So if if one of our audience members, one of our listeners would like to get in touch with you and get an estimate, like what does that look like? Um, So you can message our Facebook page directly and I will respond usually within like two hours um, to get you scheduled. Um, Our estimates are free or you could give us a phone call at 480-430-3271 and we can get you scheduled that way. Um, Like I said, all the estimates are free. We do them on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So we try and keep ourselves pretty available for everyone. Um, easy peasy. We want to just make it as painless as possible. Nobody enjoys having to do construction on their house. So we want to be those painters that come in and you're like, huh, they made my life easy. Like that's us. That's who we are. 
It's definitely you. I can attest. I can vouch for that for sure. And I know like all the neighbors around me can do the same thing because after you guys painted my house, I saw your trucks for a few months after. (laughs) Yes, we've almost got like your whole block done. We're working on it. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here. Sharper Edge Painting LLC, guys. They are local family owned. I did put the Facebook link in the show notes. So it's real quick quick, just click on that and then get going with Kristen and Mike. If you guys would like to check out any of our previous shows, hop on over to our YouTube channel. It is at mom nation USA. That is our handle. You can scroll down and check out all of the shows that we have there. Specifically, this is a live and learn. And I don't know, we've probably done like 150 live and learn. So there's, there's lots of binge worthy content there for you. If you are more of the audio version, maybe you hike a lot, bike a lot, run a lot, and you prefer to listen to podcasts, you can hop on over to your favorite podcast platform, do a quick search for Mom Nation Talk Radio, and you can see us there. All right, guys, you have an awesome day. Go get some water, okay? Okay, thanks for having us. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.